Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my amazing co-host, Coach Mia. Thank you, Seth. Good to see you way over there. I know. we <laughs> Somehow we keep getting farther apart. If you're watching this, I'm uh, sorry, if you're listening to this, do you, you know that you can actually watch this on our YouTube channel, Five Star Life YouTube channel? Just go check it out. And then you can not only have the joy of listening to us, you can see our faces. Um, no, some, some people love YouTube and they love seeing it. I'm actually a YouTube person. I like mm -hmm. to, not that I always watch this stuff, but I just, I like the platform because um, I can save it and it picks up right where you left off. It's okay. kind of nice. Nice feature of YouTube. Very nice. So you can watch a YouTube video and then like go off it and a day later come back. And if you click it, it picks up right where you left off. Did not know that. That's why I like it. Wow. Yeah. So, but you can also listen to this program anywhere podcasts are listened to. So any of your favorite streaming platforms, Five Star Life with Coach Seth is there. So do us a favor. Go and leave a review. We're just kicking this thing off. We've been doing Five Star Life Radio for seven or eight years, so it's been a long time. But it's it's new to the the, the podcast world. Mm -hmm. So do us a favor, check it out. If you just tuned in, and you're like, "What is Five Star Life?" We are on a mission to change culture, and we're we're having so much impact. You can go to Five Star Life to learn more about how we do it. But in a nutshell, the core of a person's success or failure is their mindset. That's our core operating system. So everything we do for kids is targeting their core operating system. It's not just activity, keeping kids off the streets, and just doing mindless stuff. It's getting to the core, and, and it's actually – kids are full adults. We, we have learned behaviors that – do not serve us well. Mm -hmm. If you can learn new behaviors, new mindsets, the sky's the limit. We are incredibly resilient, incredibly powerful people. So check us out, fivestarlife.org. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. There's, okay. a, there's just so much happening here at Five Star Life. Um, right now, the time of this recording, we have our camps happening at Summit, our 350-acre uh, facility, training facility. Um, it, it's just amazing to see the impact that our staff and our volunteers are having on a daily basis. Um, that's fun. But, but we also, I want to take a moment um, in this show to talk about our SNAP Leadership Program because we just wrapped up another cohort and I've got some great feedback I'll share. So, but today's focus is, is going to be breaking down a lesson that we taught to kids. And again, those of you who are unfamiliar with five star life, we have a video curriculum program that schools adopt and implement during the school day. And many of you parents, grandparents, leaders in the community, you, you are concerned with, the, the health, the mental health, the emotional health, um, and the mindset of kids. The, the, what values are they living by? Because, you know, Mia, with the internet, kids are, are, they are almost being led by themselves. But 
it's not really by themselves. There's this whole world, this whole Pandora's box that's been open to them that we don't really know what's raising our kids today. What dark corner of the internet is influencing them? I've talked to so many parents and grandparents that everything seems to be going fine. And they say all of a sudden they just changed. Mm-hmm. And the reality is they didn't all of a sudden change. But what happened is they got into content or maybe it's a relationship in the community, but more than ever, it's just content they get into that starts planting seeds that takes them down a path. And all of a sudden they wake up one day and they say, oh, by the way, I'm this, or here's what I believe about that, or I don't like you and you're a horrible person. Just these random things that seem to come up out of nowhere, but so much, so much of it is, is, is something we can actually combat. And so Five Star Life is working with tens of thousands of kids a week through curriculum that teaches our five core values and these important developmental skills like self-awareness and critical thinking, mm-hmm. which we'll touch on that today. You know, I want to go back to just like the handing off your phone to kids. And can you kind of talk into that? Because we were part of a discussion this weekend uh, with um, a board member just sharing that they monitor, they have littles and they monitor uh, YouTube kids just talking about like the random things that come up. And I mean, as a parent, man, we have got to be aware. Well, it's so hard because, you know, my generation, I'm 45 years old. So we, we were the first generation to raise kids with technology like this. So we were the guinea pigs. So anybody that's out there, that's kind of a Gen Xer, um, maybe early or, or, or you know, the early end of the millennials, you have kids, we're, we're all the guinea pigs. And so what we were told, what we were sold was get a smartphone for your kid because there's educational tools. It's great for their brain development. <laughs> That's what we I were told. I remember that because my first grandchild, I don't, I don't remember what the, the, what we watched, but it was all about, it was like colors and circles. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was like it, one of the very first like educational shows. Yes. So, so it, that's what was sold to us. And so what we did is we said, oh, this is great. There's apps, there's programs we can give these to our kids. Um, and there's truth to that. There are some great educational apps. Five Star Life app is one of them. So, but, but there's a lot of dark corners in the world that kids get addicted to. And so I'm not a proponent of saying, just don't ever let kids have cell phones. Uh, I'm not a proponent of just handing over the technology because that's like handing over a gun to a kid. If you're, if you're a, a, a person that believes in teaching kids um, the safety of firearms uh, or self-defense, you don't just give kids a weapon and say, here, good luck with this. Figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what a self, that's what a smartphone is. It is a weapon of mass destruction. Just look at the data. More anxiety, more depression than ever before. So I, I just, I think there's a lot of great pushes out there. A lot of parents listening. You're probably on this big new push of like no smartphone until kids get to eighth grade. Um, I think there's a ton of wisdom in that. That's basically what we followed. Um, but if you think that, okay, they're in eighth grade now, that's, that's great. They can now use this. That's like handing them a gun in eighth grade. <laughs> And that's when you see kids that get into all kinds of weird, dark corners of the web 
or apps, and uh, they they get in these chat rooms and these relationships with people that it just can mess up their life and their mindset. So it, it, it's something that I can't encourage you enough. Uh, I know parents, they're, everybody's busy. We're working. We've got bills to pay. There's a lot of responsibility. Um, but I, I would encourage you to be that strict parent who says, uh, I'm going to make sure I understand how to use this technology, and I have the kill switch for the Internet. Mm-hmm. I have the right to search your phone. We have the right to have blackout days. Um, I do that. I have, I have you know, teenage kids, and we have blackout days, especially in the summer, where it's like it's a no-tech day. Mm-hmm. I, I just encourage you to follow. I can't encourage parents enough to follow your gut instincts. Even if your kids complain and whine, um, they're not going to like it. But your number one job is not to be their buddy. It's to be their parent. Right. So I like to be their buddy too. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, easy. I like to be the, the fun, good parent. And I am the fun, good parent. My kids would probably say, I don't know about that so much. <laughs> and I'm okay with that because all I care about is them being healthy and becoming a thriving adult. Uh, that, that's what I care about. Uh, so we're going to dive into a lesson where, where we talk about how to help your kids break through. And I think this is going to help us as adults break through as well. And we're talking about how to break through in, into a new level of motivation. COVID was interesting in the fact that some people thrive through it. And it really was like a mirror and it caused people to reflect and look at different areas of their lives. And other people, they totally, like some of you listening, you fell off the wagon and got into some poor habits. Mm -hmm. And that is going to be the focus of of today's show, really looking at one of the game changers that will help you break through your level of motivation are your habits. Because habits eat motivation for breakfast. We're going to take a quick break and come back with more Five Star Life Radio after this. If you are not driving, make sure you go check out what we're doing online at fivestarlife.org. Also, I encourage you to share this, check check us out on our platforms, and share it with a friend. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the Five Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at fivestarlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with Coach Mia. Thanks, Seth. So we're going to start talking about some habits. Yeah, so, so we're doing this series for kids. We're doing seven lessons on how to break through in motivation. And we started by just teaching kids that, you know, at the, at the very core of motivation is vision. Uh, most of us are not motivated 
because we don't have anything that is motivating, nothing that we want to go after. And so we always tell kids, you know, the key to motivation, it starts with your imagination. So I encourage you to go back. If you're just listening to this show for the first time, you can go into anywhere podcast or listen to, you can go back to our five-star life uh, show with coach Seth, and you can go through the archives and find every one of these seven lessons. They're labeled uh, motivation, uh, imagination. And and, and anyways, go back and check it out. But it starts with imagination. Mm -hmm. Then once you've imagined, you've got to write it down and then you've got to set some goals. Goals creates a path where you, once you have the path laid out, it's motivating. It gives you a clear path. Um, and so we go through this whole process of vision and then goals, and then it, it takes action. Like if you have the best vision in the world, but you, and you can have the goals, all the steps laid out, but you don't take a step, you're going nowhere. Right. So then we go into this whole idea that, listen, um, goals are great and actions are huge, but your habits are the game changer. They're an absolute game changer. And I, I, I remember, um, you know, reading research about this, that we, we think up to 70,000 thoughts every single day. It's a lot of thoughts. And the way our brains work is we're not, those 70,000 thoughts are not like front and center. You're not aware of all the thoughts you think because we're so brilliant. The way we're designed is we have a whole subconscious part of our brain that actually runs about 90% of our, of our lives mm. is subconscious. So you think about like tying your shoes or you think about driving to work. Most of you do not remember how you got dressed or how you tied your shoes or how you drove to work. Why? Because your brain's so brilliant. Once you've figured out how to drive or how to tie your shoes or how to ride a bike, your mind is no longer thinking about the balance or thinking about all those thoughts that you need to think about. It drops down to your subconscious. That's how brilliant we are. It's like a, it's like a machine. But all that's still happening, but your brain drops it down to the subconscious. So our habits are a big deal, a massive deal. Your habits, and, and there's more research too, that, that says those those. 70,000 thoughts, 90% of them, you'll think the same the next day. That's what's crazy. It's crazy. So that's why change is hard. That's why habit forming is very hard. It's If you've had a bad habit, it's very hard to undo that um, because of the way we're wired. So there is there is a lot of research out there, Mia, that says... Um, research from Duke that says habits are truly the building blocks of life. So 40% of your day, according to the Duke research, says not just your thoughts, but 40% of your habits. Now we're talking about just habits, not just thoughts, but habits. 40% of your day is ran by your habits. So brain science stats say that, that you know, we think thousands of thoughts, but 40% of the habits are ran. Really, by by four percent of your days ran by habits. So here's what you got to think about: What kind of habits do you have right now? You think about your sleep habits, or your exercise habits, or your work habits. Um, you think about just like your spare time habits, the things that you go to. You think about you, everybody gets twenty four hours in a day. I remember as a young man realizing like 
Warren Buffett has the same 24 hours in the day. How is he, how has he figured out how to amass such wealth? There are people that have such wisdom and education and, and success, and they have the same amount of time in the day. The only difference between me and them is how they've chosen to spend their time, which comes down to, on a consistent basis, it's their action steps that create habits. Their habits are different. Mm. Successful people have different habits. So where do our habits come from? Um, our habits, they, they truly... Unfortunately, they often come not from conscious choices, but just from the path of least resistance. So, so habits can be very intentional if we're intentional. Mm-hmm. But you know, you think about why, Mia, why do you eat the things you do? Where do you create your eating habits? Did they form you because, like, based on what's available in your fridge, or or what's convenient, or are your eating habits based on what you've chosen nutritionally should go in your, in, in your mouth? Right? Right. Interesting. Yeah. It, it's a choice. So every habit is just, it comes down to an individual choice. So there's this physiological response. If Let's just talk about food. Okay. So you take a bite of something and you love it. And depending on what's in that, if it's laced with sugar or other things, there's a physiological response that, triggers the different neurons and dopamine and things like that that says that was rewarding let's do that again so you have to be careful what you put in your mouth because it could be something that leads to a habit that won't be healthy for your mind or your body Mm -hmm. so again is it intentional what we put in our mouths or is it just like hey this is what they had at work today or hey this is just what i had time to to pick up at at the grocery store or at the gas station or wherever we're eating so some people are very selective about their eating habits. Others, they have eating habits that have just they, they have just taken them over. It's the path of least resistance. They've allowed their tongue or dopamine to guide their eating habits. Right? I'm always challenged. I just sit here and I think, oh my gosh, my <laughs> habits. <laughs> it's just true for all of us. Yeah. And, and so the, the fun thing is this. Um, there's a lot of people that wrongly say, well, I just can't change, or I don't know what's wrong with me, I've got issues. It's like, well, that's all true, but it comes down to one simple thing. It comes down to your choice and the habit that you've created. You've created it. Nobody else has created it. Mm-hmm. Um, we are who we are because we've chosen to be who we are. Unle- now, here's, here's the caveat. If, according to, 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 to brain science, we think, you know, 70,000 thoughts a day, but 90% of them will think again tomorrow. So if, if we're subconsciously now driven by all these things that we aren't even thinking about, then who's really in control? We've handed it off to our subconscious, and maybe it's not, it's not really serving us well. So it, it's, it's something that I want to challenge people to pause and think about, okay, what are the habits that I have regarding, let's just talk about what we eat, what about how you engage with technology? And let's just talk about things that really impact our health. We know food impacts our health. We also know that technology impacts our health, our mental health. The mental health issues, depression, anxiety, suicide, has skyrocketed from the inception of the digital age. Social media. So our kids are more connected than ever before, but they're more isolated than ever before. 
more depressed than ever before. This shouldn't be according to all the experts in the tech world because it's supposed to connect us. But we know that technology, the habits we form, can really be toxic. And I think, too, like with technology, some of these habits that I have formed are just out of boredom. And, you know, you're just swiping, swiping, swiping. Well, and the scary thing is, again, the habit is it's rewiring our brain. So these tech giants, they pay the best psychologists in the world to come in and lead their programming teams and they know exactly what will make a person get a dopamine hit. That's the reward center of the brain that causes them to want to do that same action again. You get a ding in your phone. Oh, I've got to go check that. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so they're masters at getting us, really manipulating us to, <laughs> to being addicted. So don't, don't uh, beat yourself up, folks. But let's start to evaluate what habits we have and then let's take control. That's the exciting thing is it's, mm-hmm. it's, actually, it's actually not that hard to change a habit. It's not as hard as we make it out to be. Okay, we've got to take another commercial break. I want to encourage you, uh, if this has been helpful, but you want to go back and check out some previous shows, go to any platform, podcast, or listen to and check out the Five Star Life Show with Coach Seth. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with Coach Mia, my co-host. Thanks, Seth. So we're talking about uh, the power of habits and how to break through to a new level in motivation and habits you know, we are motivated or unmotivated in large part because of the habits that we've formed. Um, and I want to tell you, folks, I'm really motivated. I don't have a problem getting out of bed. And it's because I have a habit of it. Like, I have a habit of being motivated. I'm pumped. I have a morning routine that I get up in the morning, and I just, the, the longer I'm awake, the more excited I am to be alive. It is not because I have some special dispensation it is not because I am really just, I'm amazing and I'm, I'm just really special. It's because I've taken, I've done the research and I've taken some actions and I've created a habit. And this, this, some of you are listening, you're like, okay, that, that sounds great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something more crazy. I'm telling you, you can program yourself to be happy. You can have a habit of being filled with happiness, of being a joyful person, a peaceful person. You can have a habit of, of having a great work ethic. You can have a habit of being kind. You, you can be consistently upbeat. They're just habits. Mm-hmm. They're all choices. So many people wrongly think, man, I just wish that I could be happy like that person. Or I wish I could be. 
and it's like, well, you, you can, but but it takes some intentionality. So, uh, you know, if, if we, we talked in the first segment about the fact that, you know, Duke University said that habits is really the the foundation or the building block of your life. Your habits are the building blocks of your life. And so if that's the case, um, how do we create great habits? Because how, if I have a habit of, if I habitually think toxic thoughts about myself, I'm not going to feel good about myself. Mm -hmm. If I habitually think the truth about myself, I'll habitually feel good about myself. These are, this is the great thing about life. It's so simple. So simple, but so hard, people would say. Well, it, it, it is, it is so simple. We are just so busy that we don't take the time to say, okay, I'm going to pick one area to focus in. And, you know, for kids, when we talked to kids in the lesson, we said, we're going to give you just, we're going to lob up a couple areas for you to focus on because sometimes kids can't grasp, like it's so, um, it's such a big concept, like where do I start? And so we'd say, listen, start by literally creating a habit of being a person that uses critical thinking. What if the whole, what if the whole nation could think critically, Mia? Mm. Would be in the, would we be in the mess that we're in as a, as a nation? And I'm not political. I don't care if you're on the left or the right or wherever you are. Both sides think this country is in a mess. We can all agree on that. Yes. A big part of it is we no longer know how to think critically. How, how do you find out, like, how do you know what's really going on in the government? How do you really know what's going on in the economy? How do you, it's critical thinking. Thinking critically. So here's what we teach kids. Here's an excellent habit. And I would encourage adults who are listening, if you don't have this habit, start it. This would be a great place to start. Thinking critically can start by just picking a thinking chair. I think everybody should have a thinking chair. Uh, I learned this 25 years ago. I read a book from John Maxwell, and he suggested it. Um, Never met John Maxwell, but I've read a bunch of his books. I've never met a ton of people, but I've had a lot of people mentor me just because, guess what? I have a habit of being a reader. And so... He said, start a thinking chair. Have a thinking chair. I was like, that's a great idea. All I did is 25 years ago, I'm going to have a thinking chair. Place I go to think. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because it started with a thinking chair, but then what happens, it became a way of life. You create a, a habit of being a person that can think about things and be a critical thinker. And what I do at my thinking chair is I go there and I go there and I take dedicated time just to think about things. Just to think about relationships maybe that I want to grow or relationships that are struggling or to think about work situations. You can think about health, anything you want, finances. Go. We're so brilliant, Mia, that if we would just take time to think. Thinking critically is 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 getting a topic and I'm thinking about this relationship or this this job or this work situation and I'm going to think from 360 degrees. I'm going to circle around it and look at it from every angle and dissect everything that's going on with that one thought. Simple. Right. Not hard. It's actually fun. You let your mind wander and think about everything relating to that topic. And you used to write... You make some mental notes. If you want, you can take notes. And you just kind of, you just step back and it's fun because you start to see how brilliant your mind is and how it can process 
and see things and information find. So do you set a timer? How do you kind of get yourself in over there? So um, I don't set a timer because, I, I mean, I have stuff to do. So uh-huh. I kind of know, like, oh, I've got 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes, like, I got five minutes. Right. Um, and I just, I, I start. And is it that I always find closure and always solve a problem? No. Um, but, but, but what happens is I, I've now, it's like getting in the captain's seat of a ship. And it's like what you're doing is you're taking the, the helm and you are, you are commanding your mind and you're saying, here's an issue I want to, I want to think about. And what you can usually think about is you can think about a relationship or a situation and you're thinking about where it is and where you want it to be. Mm. And so what happens, you start thinking about why it is there, how it got there, what steps you can take to move it. And you just let your mind kind of wander around it. And maybe you don't finish it in five minutes, right? But what happens is it, your brain is so brilliant. It will start to throughout the day, your brain will start to put pieces together from other conversations and throughout the day, it will continue down the path. Mm. And when you come back to the thinking chair, somebody is moving fast. And <laughs> you probably heard that. So, so sorry, we're, we're in a busy, busy street. Um, maybe you didn't pick that up. Um, but, but, but when you think about uh, that one idea, your brain will often move towards it, even though you're doing other things throughout the day. So when you come back to it, it's like building blocks. Mm. Does that make any sense or is that just weird? No, I think so. I, I, it, it's really just dedicating some time to allow yourself to think. To think, yeah. yeah. And, and what I always do is I often, here's what leads me to my thinking chair. Um, it, it is problems. Any discrepancy between what I believe I should be living, whether it's a relationship, whether it's performance, achievement, whatever it is, if there's a discrepancy between where I am and where I want to be, that's what I take to my thinking chair. Why am I here? How did I get here? Where do I want to go? And what's my next step to get there? Mm. And I think, I mean, as you say that, it's like, oh, but I do that in the shower. I do that when I'm driving to work, you know? Yes. So, 100%. So what's the, like, what's the difference though? There is no difference. Okay. It's just having a designated place. Mm-hmm. Do you need to have a de- designated place? Not necessarily. It's the process of thinking critically. Mm-hmm. I give the illustration of the thinking chair because it's very practical for a kid who they're, they're you know, if they're driving to school or they're doing something they're they got other things in their mind and maybe they'll get there. Mm -hmm. uh, But for adults, I think it's easier to grasp. I agree. So this, this concept of thinking critically um, is a, a big, big deal. Um, I, I sit and I think actually the other part of thinking critically. And I like, I like to start my day this way. Um, I like to start and I like to lay out my day. I like to look at my calendar and just have some time to think through what's, what's the journey I'm going on today and what are the really important moments. And I actually think about how those things are going to go. I will take it a step further. It's going, it goes a little bit. I kind of mix critical thinking with imagination. Uh-huh. So I kind of start with my schedule and then I think about like, oh, this is going to be an amazing meeting because we're going to get this done. Or we're going to go here. It's going to be great. That's a part of, that motivates me, Mia, because then I'm excited about 
meeting with this, but like radio, like I'm like, I was excited to be in the studio with you and Arnold today. I, I was just like, yeah, this is going to be an amazing show. It's going to be a really, real encouragement to people. So th- there's some really simple steps you can take to thinking critically. W- one of the things, and I know we're just about out of time, is I also think some things on purpose in the morning to start my day too. That's a habit of thinking some things mm-hmm. on purpose about who I am and what I want to accomplish. Wait, I had to force myself to think things differently in the morning because I used to be a grump. Uh, in the morning and you just wake up and you're just like, you know, like a, just ready to take on anybody. And really when you force yourself to think differently, your life goes a little bit better. And you, and it worked. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you have a new habit. Mm-hmm. Amazing. All right. We got to take a break. We'll come back with more after this. Five Star Life offers year round programs for kids at our 350 acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. the five star life show i'm your host coach seth and i'm joined in studio with coach mia Thanks, seth. so we're talking about habits and the, the the last thing if you if you just tuned in go to fivestarlife.org to learn more about what we do about our mission but i, I really want to encourage you if you if you've been listening to this show we're talking about how to have a breakthrough in motivation by creating healthy habits we lack motivation because we don't have habits that create motivation. And, and so in the previous segment, go back and listen to it. You can listen to it on Spotify or Apple Music or anywhere that uh, podcasts are played. Uh, Five Star Life with Coach Seth. But in the previous segment, we talked about um, some simple ways that you can create good habits that will motivate you. The first one is critical thinking. So we talked about the idea of a thinking chair. Mm-hmm. The second area that we talk about with kids is this is this is such a game changer but kids if you can create a habit of of excellence in everything you do so just every day like today i'm going to be great so you know when i go to school i'm going to be excellent in my class i'm going to be an excellent listener i'm going to be an excellent note taker i'm going to do excellent work today Every day, I'm gonna wherever I am, I'm gonna be excellent at it. I'm gonna I'm gonna well be excellent. Sometimes it takes some some skill development to become excellent, but it doesn't take a lot of skill to give excellent effort. Like I'm gonna give my best. That that is a habit that is a game changer. And when when you get there, it's amazing how you create a habit of excellence, and your whole life begins to just slowly shift in this whole new trajectory. I love that. I always believe that making your bed in the morning starts your day off. Excellent. That's good. I haven't learned that. I need to, I need to pick that one up from you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. I'm the first one up, so I can't do it. So I don't know how to, how I get around that one. So, um, so, so what we have to think about though is, is habits. So if you've enjoyed this, I want to encourage you to, um, go ahead and leave us a review. 
um, like it, or even better yet, share this with someone. Um, this has been an encouragement. Share it with somebody, uh, and and it will it will just multiply the impact. So, j- just in closing on this, because I want to share some other things that are happening with mm-hmm. Five Star. Uh, th- this whole idea uh, of habits, y- your habits will will make or break your success. Period. According to research, you're just one habit away from a breakthrough in your finances in your marriage, with your children, uh, at your work, in your health. I mean, that's the fun thing about this. We're just a habit away. So anybody out there that feels like a little hopeless or a little down or a little discouraged, you got to shake that off because it's just, that's not even true. We're literally one habit away from success in any area of our life we want. Fun. Fun. All right. So Mia, the SNAP program. Yes. If you're just listening and you don't know much about Five Star Life, we have a program uh, that it's it's just we're celebrating our one year anniversary here in in July. We we came into this program because one of our own Five Star kids, Tyler Brown, was was shot in the head. Uh, just this, just awful tragedy. Miraculously, he is a praying mother, an amazing mother who's a fighter, and. Uh, he, he made it. He didn't just survive. Uh, she, she, Tyler is, is a full functioning, uh, full able. He's back in school. Um, he is back playing five-star life basketball. That's He's awesome. a great basketball player. Uh, one, of the, one of the better guards in our area. Um, and it's so fun to see. I, I mean, you just it was so scary because we thought, we don't know if he's going to live, and then will he ever be able to play the game he loves? Mm-hmm. And uh, he is playing at a high level. Uh, so fun to, to watch him at St. Joe High School. Anyways, th- that tragedy was the impetus for a conversation with um, the South Bend Police Chief and the head of St. Joe County JJC, the Juvenile Justice Center. And we just had a brainstorming conversation about how do we stop violence? How do we get ahead of this? And the idea was birthed to start, um, along with programming that we have for kids that are already in detention that we started a year ago that's going really well. That's a whole other show. If you go into our podcast show, go back to the archives about two months and you'll see a show with Dr. Bill Brunsma. And you'll hear him talk. He's brilliant. He's been working with kids in detention, having massive impact for close to 40 years listen to that show, but we sat down, we had a conversation. They said, uh, coach Seth, can you, can five star help create a program to catch kids that we flag ahead of time that we see they're off course. They're not just like struggling in school. They're like, they're, they're truant from school. They're fighting with their parents. They're running away from home. Some of them are getting involved with gangs. Maybe they haven't committed big crimes, but we're going to identify them. And if you can create a program for them, the caveat is we don't want the program just to be for the kids. We're going to mandate that their parent also attends with them. So that SNAP program, a seven-week program, was birthed a year ago, and it's having huge impact. And we just celebrated, um, I believe it is our seventh cohort um, so wow. we had seven cohorts of families go through SNAP. Uh, these people, Mia, are beautiful. 
Um, they, they are just, there's so many people, and if you're listening to this, you, every day you pass by people, parents who are amazing, hardworking people that have kids that are struggling for many reasons. And these parents feel so hopeless and helpless and alone. They feel like they're losers. They, they know that they're not winning as parents because their kid isn't thriving. And they don't know where to turn or what to do. It, it, it's amazing. And so they come to this program, <laughs> the first cohort, though. The first night, granted, they're like, they're a little bit like, okay, I don't necessarily want to be here. My, my kid has maybe gotten some trouble. I have to go through this program. Maybe they've heard about other programs and they kind of think, ah, this is going to be a bad experience. You know, these people are going to be judgmental. I'm not going to learn anything. So they kind of come in often just having no idea what to expect. But after the first session, everything changes because we have put together this process that is so engaging and powerful and it's, it's transforming kids' lives, but also their parents. So I, I want to read a couple excerpts from just the feedback from, from what parents, one mother said, um, you know, uh, the, 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 she said, I, and we actually take them through these lessons that we're, we talked about on our, on our show. This mom said, I absolutely loved the videos we went through. The content is dynamic, accurate, presented beyond a point of persuasion. So these parents are latching on and growing. Um, it, it's, it's so fun to hear these parents grow. Another parent just said, you know, in the program survey, when asked, you know, which lesson was your favorite lesson, uh, one parent just said, ruling your friendships, realizing who I truly am connected to, and that I should make an effort to reconnect to people that I used to be close to that were good for me, and show how much I appreciate them. So it's just cool to see, these are parents. Yeah, and that's huge. Um, so it's just, it's just fun. There's so many great pieces of feedback. I'm reading off this, this survey. Um, this, this, is, this is really cool. Uh, have you seen your relationship with your parent or child grow since participating in the SNAP program? One of the goals of the program is to connect parents and their kids. One of the major problems in their home is they're not connected. They're fighting. And so when kids don't trust their parents, when parents don't trust their kids, you have fights, and then you have kids that are isolated, and then they're influenced by other people easily, and then parents can't protect them, and it's this domino effect. So I love this one. Have you seen your relationship with your parent-child grow since participating in the SNAP program? Yes, exclamation mark. She has been talking to me more and being more serious about her schoolwork. So there's so many cool things that happen from being a part of, of five star. Another one, another parent said, uh, the favorite lesson was ruling forgiveness. She said, she said, I just learned how to forgive or what it really means to forgive. Mm. So, so many breakthroughs with folks. I could talk all day about the impact five star life is having. Unfortunately, I don't have time. There are so many ways you can get involved in five star, whether it's going to our website, five starlife.org and getting involved, whether it's sharing this show, if it was beneficial to you with other people or tuning on or leaving a review or liking our podcast. Also, just a quick note, we've got a golf open fundraiser coming up in August, August 28th. Mm -hmm. That's a Monday. And we have another event at Summit. It's going to be an incredible ranch experience on September 29th. We are out of time. Thanks for tuning in.
At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.